It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Sometimes when I'm And I, and I mean really angry. I'm, 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 not, I'm not talking about fussy or getting up on the, what do they say, the wrong side of the bed. Or even one of those fits of Lego my ego. I'm not talking about how did I spill coffee on my shirt. Or where in the hell are my keys? Didn't you have them last? I thought I gave them to you. You see, that, that, that's that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the that's not, not that's not the anger I'm talking about. That's the, those are just what you might call bouts of frustration. It's not anger. That that's kind of like pretending to be angry, furring your brow and looking across the room with a scowl. Because you know there's no need to get really involved with it because in a few minutes it'll be over. Some you know, you, you won't you won't feel so fussy. You'll you'll overcome that wrong side of the bed. You you find out there's another box of egos. Maybe you change your shirt. Ah, oh, the keys. Where the, they were right there where they always were supposed to be on the hook. How'd you miss them the first time? But sometimes, you see, when you're angry and for some reason you just decide to stay quiet, you, you swallow it, you gulp it. You hold it in to pretend that your maturity cannot be dented by such a childish attack. Whatever the reason. You decide to take that, that, let's say that chunk, that chunk of anger, and you walk down the stairs to your soul. The soul. You know, you just don't go down there as often as you used to. Maybe you're too busy. But you always make that trek with that chunk of unused anger down to your soul. And you find yourself standing there next to your soul with this piece of glowing rage. And what you decide to do is bury it. Way up there. You know, in the left-hand corner, you go and you dig. And you, you dig yourself a hole and you... You take that anger and you just push it inside and then try to cover it up. You may think you're unique. You've come up with this process. I don't think anybody knows about the burial ground. You may believe that nobody has ever come up with such an ingenious burial spot as you have, but... You've done. 
you've dug up your own personal mad hole. A mad hole. So, 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 since it was so easy to do it once, you start visiting more often, pulling back pieces of soul to bury your misgivings, mistreatments, or missed opportunities. Oh, not to mention the fact of the missed appreciation that you deserve that you never seem to get. You bury it. <laughs> you bury it. You don't just bury it. You, you take your hands and you, you push it down deep into that space. And for just a few moments, it does feel like it's gone. Maybe the word's absorbed. And maybe it's like that, you know, when you're picking your nose, God forbid that I talk about this, but you, you're picking your nose and you get that booger in your fingers and you, you just rub it and it seems to disappear like fairy dust. It seems to be gone, so you scurry away. And then time passes. You notice this thing that could only be described as, shall we call it a smell? An odor. Uh, fumes. You, 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 you had hoped that all that anger that you were bearing would go down into your soul dissolve, or, or, or maybe get saved and born again and sanctified and coming forth as a preacher. But untouched by your soul, this anger just rots. It decays and sends off the most terrible aroma of defeat deep inside you. You can smell it. So you think, surely everyone can. Everybody must know that you're plagued by this cloud that's following you. You can become haunted by it, right? You're gonna, shh, don't, don't, let's not talk about it. Shh, if we don't talk about it, maybe it will go away. You're haunted by the stench of your filthy garbage dump, garbage dump of a mad hole. There have been times in the middle of the night, you know, you wake up and you think, maybe I should go down there, you know? Maybe I, maybe I should dig all that up and I should try to make it right. You think about your soul. That odor, oh my God, the, the stink from your anger that's rotting in that mad hole. It makes you never want to believe. It makes you want to never use your soul for the good stuff, you know? You feel hypocritical if you do. It makes you reluctant to pursue good things again because, you know, all the bad things you've put down in your good thing, you've buried all your anger and it's rotting in your soul. Because you see, this is what Anger is. Anger is when your heart, your emotions, for some reason decide on this particular occasion to agree with your brain, your mind. And they decide something should be done. That's what anger is. 
Now, you understand your, your emotions and your brain don't agree very often. Hell, having emotions and logic both living inside you is like having a, a verbose Republican living next to a chatty Democrat. The two were never meant to get along. They shouldn't even share a fence. But the only time the two of them ever agree is about anger. I'm mad about this. I'm mad too. I'm mad that. And when the heart is angry and the brain is angry, we have a problem. Hold on a second. There are actually two times. I'm wrong. There are two times that the heart and mind agree. But one of them is anger. Oh, I know. And now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking. Well, hold on a second. What about that second time they agree? What's, what's that time that the heart and the mind agree? Well, let's leave it for right now to tell you that that's called humility. But when the mind and heart are in union, you must realize that part of you is just going to feel bruised. And the other part is going to remember exactly where, when, and how it happened. I was bruised, and here is where, when, and how it happened. You're not going to forget your way out of anger. No, no. And you're not going to pray your way out of it. And taking it down to your mad hole and stuffing it away eventually turns your whole soul into a toxic waste dump. Otherwise, how could we have people who say they love God who want to kill people? If you have a gospel that says we want to save people, how can you simultaneously want to hurt them unless your soul is turned into a toxic waste dump because you put a mad hole down there and buried all your anger and it's rotting taking it down to your mad hole and stuffing it away. Here's what the kicker is. Are you ready? You can't trust yourself anymore. <laughs> you can't trust your own soul. So you start trying to avoid the times when your mind and heart agree that might create this anger. And that sets up what we call suppression. But your anger pantry, your mad hole down there, keeps sending off cries, please, and lodging objections as it just reeks. It really stinks, it does. Now you may think to yourself, so what? Who cares if my soul is off the limits? Maybe that's good. Just build a huge wall around it and let's not worry about it. Because maybe there's no soul in the first place. Maybe that area down there was always meant to be a burial ground for my stuff that I don't want to deal with. Maybe the only way to express civilization is through snuffing the entire instinct to be angry. Maybe a mad hole is just a part of our psychological makeup to keep us from being overly verbose or overly reactive. Then one day you get angry again. You do.
it's not like a cold. Three days coming, three days with you, and three days gone. But this time, you see, it's different. This time, something snaps. Your brain and your, your, your mind don't have time to run down to the mad hole and, and tuck this one away. Maybe emotions come on stronger or, or the brain is warn, warning of not enough storage available anymore. But something that should have been able to be stuffed in the mad hole suddenly comes out. Now here's, here's the problem. You broke your own rule. So you erupt with your sense of disapproval. And what really shocks you is when all of this venom and poison and spoilage vomits from your mouth, slips off your tongue with prejudice, insincerity, terror, and resentment. All courtesy of the mad tube. You thought you buried it away, but it done done do you in. Before you know it, you're saying things you didn't know you were ever going to say. You didn't even necessarily know you thought them. You didn't you weren't sure you felt them. And if you did think and feel of them, you thought you'd buried them. You know what I mean? You thought they were gone, and then suddenly the circumstances set up to where they're here again. And they're mad and they stink and they say things horrible. And they're doing it in your name. Is there violence? Where did violence come to play? After all, you're not a violent person, right? But the eruption from the mad hole brings the lava. And it burns. It burns you. It burns people around you. It burns all on the way up and it burns on the way out. It burns on those it lands on who are a bit confused because you who are normally restrained, burying your anger, have lost your goddamn cool. You're embarrassed, defensive, which only makes you madder, makes you more angry. You're recoiling like an animal cornered by a hunter. So you show your teeth, you... You refuse to give ground. And you end up looking absolutely foolish. Have not all of us human beings found ourselves in this position? An eruption of a mad hole that covers the surrounding areas where we're living with our spillage. Once you find a moment, you get free of the humiliation you want to race down to that corner of your soul, you know, where, you know where your mad hole is. And you want to begin to stuff that filth back into your mad hole. And you try to bury it even deeper. Then you emerge to apologize to those around you, offer, offering the excuse of maybe a lack of sleep or was it a headache? Re all recently receiving some bad news. All of this to cover your Vesuvius that landed on their Pompeii. But nobody believes you. Oh, they nod their heads. But they're a little scared of you now, aren't they? Just a little bit put off. Never quite get that same 
smile from them again. You know what I'm saying? Now, can you see it? Millions and billions of people, each one with a mad hole, each one repressing feelings, each one hiding a burial hole, trying to mask the stink. All of us frightened that any move, any maneuver, any release of true feeling might disrupt the safekeeping of this hole of wrath that we're trying to maintain. So when love is needed, eh, we become too careful. When an honest report is required, we pull up short of the truth. And when it is time for a soulful exchange, we intoxicate ourselves so that we might be able to chat about serious matters and then later tell our friends, oh, it was just the wine talking. You have a mad hole. I do too. Stinks. It just stinks. It's terrible. You will continue to put unresolved conflict in that until it spills out at some unexpected moment and spews its nastiness in all directions. I don't know. Maybe you're thinking to yourself right now, how do I clean up my mad hole? How do I get rid of that stuff that I've buried? After all, my desire was to not be that guy, that gal, or that person who gets mad at the drop of a hat. We want to be blessed like the peacemaker without ever making the peace. Just hiding the wars. No, there's no war. There's no war. I know you see bodies laying around, but you know, it's just practice. We're just practice. Those dead people there are pretending. There's no war. Remember, it's the one of two occasions when the heart and the mind agree. That's anger. So the heart agrees to try to stop arguing about it, and the mind tries to misfile it so it doesn't come up quite so often. But it never goes away. Oh, God, it never goes away. But I almost forgot you want it to go away, right? You want it to go away. I suppose you could go down there and start pulling all that shit out of the hole, trying to analyze it and remember what it was because it's changed its texture by now. It's soppy and messy and a drippy whatever. Honest to God, you could spend eight years in therapy holding up drippy bundles of disguised anger and talk to your therapist about what each thing might mean but at the end of the eight years you be you may be nothing but too exhausted to ever feel much of anything again yes the truth of the matter is you must continue to feel even though feeling is dangerous even though feeling may create an earthquake in your whole being and you need to continue to think and grow even though some circumstance might pop that old file up, you know, right up to the forefront. And how should I say, expose your browser. There's one single answer. Start now. Yes, you must totally ignore 
the contents of your manhole. What? That's, that sounds crazy. Going to leave that mess down there? For after all, that puke won't come up unless it's triggered. So start now. Stop triggering it. Stop burying it. Lose the map that goes from your anger to your mad hole. Here's the process you need to learn. Feel it. Think it. Share it. Feel it. Think it. Share it. It's the only way to escape adding insult to the injury of your mad hole. When you feel something and you know it is registered in your heart and it hurts and your mind joins in reminding you how many times you've been hurt that same way or even by the same person before the two locked arms, your, your emotions and your brain head off, trying to head off to the man, mad hole. Step in and speak. Maybe I misunderstood you, my friend. What did you say? I didn't particularly like what you had to say. Or you could do, I don't want to make you angry, but that did hurt my feelings. I'm not ashamed to have my feelings hurt as long as I can express them. I was wondering if you could explain to me why you feel the way you do. Are you going to continue to treat me this way? Because if you are, that's, that's your business. But I would like to take away your frustration by removing myself from your life. Speak up. No trip to the manhole. If you're afraid that you're going to get too pissed off, understand that you're catching it early enough that there's not a lot that can pour out. You may be concerned that if, if you are resisted, challenged, or criticized further, that the mad hole may open up. Your fears are legitimate. No one can argue with that. But if you don't begin to feel, think, and speak, your mad hole will open up without any reason at all. So this is the first step. You've got to feel, think, and speak. After this, you will learn volumes about what matters. What matters in the form of your life. What makes a difference. You'll find out who, who's really listening to you. Who rebukes you? Who is deaf to your needs? Who is surprised at how insensitive they have been? Then make your next decision. And this is a big one. Ask yourself three important questions. Who do I trust? Who do I, need, who do I give another chance to? And who do I avoid? Once you come to these conclusions, there will be much less temptation for your heart and mind to make an unholy connection and send your anger down to the mad hole. So, feel, think, then speak. Then listen. After you listen, decide who do I trust? Who do I give another chance to? And who do I avoid? In a surprisingly short time, with fewer and fewer visits to the mad hole, cobwebs will grow over the top of it. So what, hap what happens, you think? What happens to the contents that are still in that mad hole? Is it ever cleaned out? No! No. But because it is never opened, it doesn't push its way forward like a tide of irreverence. It just lays down there and gradually it hardens. 
and it turns to stone. It is a casualty every human being carries with him and her past the day of death to the judgment seat with God. A stony piece of soul that was misused to make a mad hole, but fortunately was closed for business. That may be the definition, my friend, of being saved. So the good news is, your mad hole has been identified and exposed. The better news is, you can create a cave-in down there and make sure that it can never be reached again. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.